0: So in order to explain uh, today's gospel of our Lord's cleansing the temple of the sellers and the money changers, and to apply it to our lives, I want to begin with a different gospel that might seem on the surface to have nothing to do with this one. But in fact, it has everything to do with it. Jesus makes a statement that's recorded in the gospels of Matthew, Luke, and John, with a slightly different wording in each, but I'll take Matthew's because it's most concise. In Matthew 10, verse 39, he says to his disciples, "Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it." That so many people live this life unhappy is because they never learned to apply that lesson to their own lives. How many people are there, do you think, if you were to ask them, what one thing are you most looking for in life? And they would say without a moment's hesitation, <clears throat> I just want to be happy. We can understand it. But it's wrong. There's a secret to happiness that Jesus teaches us clearly, but that too often gets forgotten or not even understood in the first place. And the secret is this if the main thing you are seeking in this life is happiness, you will never find it. Real happiness is not a goal that you can set your sights on. If you do, chances are you will think time and time again for a moment, that you've found it, but then you'll be dissatisfied again and want something else. Real happiness is not a goal. It's a byproduct of seeking what is truly and perfectly good. And in the end, that means seeking God himself, who comes to us in the person of Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you seek your own ultimate happiness as your goal, apart from God's perfect goodness, you will never find it. But if you stop seeking for yourself and instead seek for his perfect goodness, his commandments, his special will for you, his mission of loving those he puts in your life without waiting for the reward to come from them. Then you'll experience every day, even when you suffer, the greatest and deepest happiness that can ever be had in this life. Unfortunately, even as we listen to Jesus' words, Throughout our lives, it's so hard to get this right and so easy to forget, or only to do it halfway. We do it halfway when we go to Jesus only as a kind of vending machine where we plan to put in a few coins and get that happiness from him. Jesus, they told me you would give me happiness, so here I am. Give it to me. And by the way, for happiness, I need A, B, and C. You know, you see how that's not yet getting it? If happiness itself is still the goal, instead of that, the trick, if you will, is to let go of the desire for happiness and let Jesus and his kingdom be the only goal, to throw ourselves away into his arms for whatever he wants of us, whatever he'll do with us. And that's when, almost magically, we find That the happiness we've stopped looking for as a goal is suddenly ours in abundance. Because that perfect happiness is not just something that Jesus gives. It's what he is. When God gives his people the commandments, it might seem that he's taking away things that might make us happy. But no. Those commandments are there to take away the false gods. That can never make us happy. Honor the Sabbath day. Because looking either to your work or to your entertainment for happiness will only leave you empty. Giving God his due is what will fill your soul with peace and joy. You shall not kill because. What's standing in your way to your happiness is not the other person that you want to get rid of. It's your own smallness of heart. You shall not commit adultery because sex is not what will give you ultimate happiness. It will give you true happiness only when it's the expression of a lifelong and total gift of yourself to another. And not just a momentary exploitation of someone else or each other for pleasure of the moment. You shall not steal and you shall not covet because it's not things that'll make you happy, but the holy use of the things that God has given you with gratitude for those things. You shall not bear false witness because living a lie will only ever cause you to be live in fear of being exposed Well, the truth is what sets you free, even if it's unpleasant for a moment. Happiness never comes from going after the things we only think we need in the moment. It comes from letting go of all of that and being content with what the giver of every good gift sends us. When we seek his will above everything else. Now let's move on to the scene That scene in today's gospel, the cleansing of the temple. What does our Lord Jesus find when he walks into the temple in Jerusalem? He finds people who are doing the very opposite of living the kind of faith that we've just been talking about. In the very place where the law of Moses had prescribed that they should come and put their offerings before the Lord as a symbol of their own offering of their whole selves to them to him unconditionally, they had found ways to turn even that into a selfish pursuit of their own profit. As the truly faithful believers came to offer their sacrifices in the temple in those days, symbolized by the oxen and the sheep and the doves, those temple vendors had discovered what seemed like a work of genius. They could make a, another kind of killing selling the animals that the people wanted to be able to give as an offering and then taking the same offering back to sell to still others a 100% profit margin genius isn't it congratulations merchants you just made a fortune only in the process you lost your souls because you were seeking what was just money not god's glory And then there was another scam to be had by another group, the money changers. Sure, it sounds really pious to say you can't offer in God's temple a coin that has a pagan emperor's image on it, but that's not really what your real purpose was. Instead, you wanted to make a profit by taking those filthy coins into your own hands to spend and giving people in its place another piece of gold or silver worth less money so they could offer that instead. Again, you made a huge profit, but in doing that, you lost what really mattered. You know, it wasn't hatred of those money changers or sellers that brought Jesus to drive them out and spill their coins and turn over their table. It was frustration for their sakes when he saw them going after the things that would never satisfy their souls, their filthy, dishonest profits at the price of forgetting the glory of God that is the only thing that could have given them real joy. When you just try to use even God for your earthly advantage rather than seeking His will and His honor, you end up winning your own game. The trouble is it's the wrong game. And again, real and lasting joy comes not from seeking our own advantage, but in losing ourselves for the sake of God and his goodness, his kingdom. The Holy Spirit puts this story before us today in the gospel, not so that we can look down on those sellers and money changers and think of how evil they were. He puts that mistake of theirs before us so that we can see not to make the same mistake of thinking of God just as a tool for our own advantage or a market where we can go to pick out our own self-made ticket for happiness and take it home only to find that it's not the happiness we wanted. To expect God to give us true happiness apart from himself is as contradictory as asking him to draw a square circle. God cannot give us happiness apart from himself because there's no such thing. Happiness is not something he gives us. The only real happiness is God himself. If we seek happiness instead of him or apart from him, we condemn ourselves to misery. Not as a punishment, but as a law of reality. If we seek only him, on the other hand, and throw ourselves without condition into his hands without thinking first of our own happiness then happiness is really ours forever. It's as simple as that. It's simple, but it's not easy. In fact, St. Paul tells us most of the world thinks that that message is foolishness. It looks like foolishness until we try it and see that it works, as all of the saints have shown us. In the Eucharist (coughs) that we're about to celebrate and receive, The one who is perfect happiness shows us the secret of his own happiness by putting his old self within our hands without keeping back any part of himself. His perfect happiness and his total self-giving are in fact the same thing. So as we receive from him that total gift of himself, he invites us to learn from him that our own happiness is found too, not in looking for our happiness as a goal, but instead... And making that total gift of ourselves back to him in every present moment. Seeking his commandments. His perfect will. His mission. His kingdom.